0: Producers Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli approached screenwriters Neil Purvis and Robert Wade to develop the story which saw James Bond assigned to protect Electra King, the daughter of murdered oil magnate Sir Robert King, a close friend of M's. King has been assassinated by the terrorist Renard, who is targeting the 800-mile King pipeline under construction from Azerbaijan to bring oil to the west. Bond and Electra become emotionally entangled, but it transpires that Electra, in league with her lover Renard, has engineered the takeover of her father's business empire. Electra kidnaps M and plans to detonate a nuclear explosion in Istanbul, ensuring the King Pipeline is the sole oil route to the west. Bond, aided by atomic physicist Dr. Christmas Jones, kills Electra, rescues M, and foils Renard's bomb blast, impaling him with a plutonium rod. So, that's sort of what we're dealing with today. Um, it's <laughs> it's a more intricate Bond film than we're used to. There's a lot of moving parts here. And, you know, it really demands uh, a lot from its viewers. So I want to start with you guys. Um, where, where, where do you find yourself in relationship with James Bond? What do you think about Mr. Bond? Um, do you remember the first James Bond film you saw? What's happening?
1: So for me, James Bond is like sort of this fixture of my childhood like my dad was a child of the 60s uh big connery bond fan i watched a lot of those flicks when i was like just too young to even like put a face to a name so to speak so i've probably seen like goldfinger doctor no stuff like that those sort of like initial interactions with james bond and liking the character very much as a kid i think like i grew up with an n64 and pierce Brosnan was the face of the golden eye video game despite maybe having only seen like gold like half of the golden eye movie on tv when i was young and then other than that uh i did see skyfall because there was a lot of hype about that in recent years and that was all i've seen of the daniel craig films and i rather enjoyed that movie so i'd say james bond pretty okay and this movie uh gave me a gave me a lot of different new perspectives on the whole series
2: <laughs> uh is it my turn can i it is your turn you're fantastic up. all right i mean growing up i don't watch any of the james bond movies there's a lot of shooting and killing and and chasing of ladies and all that good stuff that probably would have uh upset my parents so i i never really watched james bond i played uh i played Nightfire on gamecube i ran around his odd job and i tried to throw a hat at my friends because i thought that was the funniest way of of winning a game of course you can't reload a hat it uh it gets lost and then you get shot and you die um so i guess there's some negative experiences tied to that um I will say that um, as a kid, I I was very attached to the Austin Powers series. And I feel like, um, as with a lot of millennials and Gen Z kids, um, irony has poisoned me. Um, And so I I do think there's like an element of cheesiness in James Bond movies that I think um, I am hyper focused on because I think I started with Austin powers before I even saw any James Bond. Um, when I was, you know, in my twenties, I saw the, uh, the Daniel Craig, James Bond, uh, films. We can refer to him as James blonde if you want, but if you don't, we don't have to do that. Um, and of course those are a little bit grittier and kind of post, um, post born identity movies. So James Bond has to be angry and he, he doesn't have as many quips about ladies in them. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, I mean, interesting history with James Bond, but I don't know if he's been as, uh, as important in my life as he should have been.
0: Mm. James Bond has been my spiritual guru for years, um, and a lot of his words in The World's done enough resonate with me to this day. Um, see you back at the lodge when, uh, you know, a skiing <laughs> enemy falls off a cliff. um stuff like that um i think it's interesting um that you bring up austin powers that's something that we haven't talked about on this uh miniseries yet but austin powers is also pretty big for me growing up and i definitely watched the austin powers movies before i had a really good sense of what they were aping um because i used to watch the world is not enough and like tomorrow never dies all the time um and then when casino royale came out that was my favorite movie (laughs) instantly um But um, I I just like Dr. Evil and the big layers like that's what I had associated (laughs) with sort of that sort of 60s espionage uh film and then you know i watched you only live twice later and a uh, spoiler alert i don't really like you only live twice that much i think austin powers is probably a better movie uh you know at least at least the racism in austin powers most of it's you know an, an intentional parody uh and you only live twice of course sean connery must uh quote unquote become uh, japanese um and is in yellow face for most of that movie so the bond franchise
1: my god it
0: gets pretty bad at some points so when if if you watch the world is not enough with no context you're like that's james bond trust me it's this is james bond you know know, it's pretty good you gotta count your blessings when you have them um because uh you know you can always get like a diamonds are forever or something not to slander diamonds are forever fans but that movie fucking sucks